morning, everyone. Welcome to the Jonathan Benchimo podcast. How is everyone doing? Hi! Oh, my God. It's, it's amazing to wake up every single morning and to be able to, to live, to try again, to do a little bit better than we did yesterday, to just come a little bit closer to Hashem than we did yesterday. And that's exactly what it's all about. That's exactly what this podcast is going to be about. Right now is the month of Elul, when Elul, you're Chotem. You're Chotem on the Emet. You're signing with the truth that this is going to be my contract for the next year. A contract of life, a contract of health, a contract of wealth, a contract of meeting your soulmate. And if you met your soulmate, you should have Shalom Bayi with that soulmate. Amen. And a contract of goodness, a contract of longevity. And before you sign the contract, you have to write the contract. The month of Elul is all about writing the contract. We are a couple days away from Rosh Hashanah. What is it? It's next Shabbat. It's literally right around the corner. And I feel a little bit in the air. I could be wrong, but a little bit of a, a damp vibe. We have to wake ourselves up. We have to come, wake up. Wake up with pride. Wake up with it's Elul. It's the time to come back to Hashem. Now. Not tomorrow. Not No, today. And what does it mean, come back to Hashem? You know, some people get overwhelmed when they hear this statement. It's not a very drastic clause. No, it's just be a little bit better every day. You know, because when Hashem looks at you on Rosh Hashanah, and He looks at your ma'asim and your actions and what you've been doing, Hashem, Hashem knows you better than you know yourself. And He's not looking to, to have you become this perfect person. Obviously, we all know the ideal and we all want to strive to, to go to that ideal. And sometimes we, we don't want to strive to be the ideal. We're a little bit comfortable where we are. But we should educate ourselves and to know that it's not even about it's not about the ideal look. It's about the ideal inside. The white shirt and the black pants, that's, that's not, that shouldn't be a goal, if you ask me. It's not, the goal is not to wear a white shirt and black, black pants. Yes, it, it's, it is a goal to a certain extent, but it's about being in your heart a white shirt and black pants. Because every single year, Hashem puts you into a category. He puts you, you're either a tzaddik, you're a rasha, chaz shalom none of us are, or you're Benoni. A tzaddik is someone that becomes a little bit better every day. He's not the Gdolador, he's not Mr. Perfect. He's a person that's getting a little bit better every day. A Benoni is someone who more or less isn't really, he's just comfortable. He's not really changing. And a Rasha is someone who's getting worse every day. And I think if you're listening to this podcast or any other podcast or sure talk show that's about spirituality and growth and Torah and development, I think you're in the right track. So what does it mean to get a little bit better every day? You know, for me, for the past, I think I mentioned that I've started doing a little bit of a diet, like a, about, it's been about a month or and some change now. So about two about two weeks ago, I met this. I met him long before. I didn't know how amazing he was, but about two or so weeks ago, I started going running every single day um, in Brooklyn with this guy from my shul, and he's 62 years old. And I'm telling you, you can tell him go, and he'll run 10 miles. And every single day, he's 
he tells me, he's like, you know, I'm a little bit better today than I was yesterday. A little bit. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I can't explain it to you. I just am. And I told him, explain, try, like, another minute of Torah. Another extra, run a little bit more. And you know, I can tell you that personally in two weeks, from where I was two weeks ago to where I am now, I can run so much more without getting out of breath. I feel I feel better when I start my run. And I also started doing pull-ups every day. I started with doing 30 a day, and now I pushed up to 40 a day. So, and, and I see in the past two weeks every day, and I can't even imagine where I'll be in a couple months from now. And just applying that same attitude for my workout towards my learning towards my life you know going running every day has changed my life like now when I go to Shiur I'm so much more focused and I'm zoned in because it used to be like you know a little bit overwhelming for me to learn two hours a day but now it's starting to get better I do my daf yomi come to Shiur I learn on the side it's it's more manageable because when you get when you get that big run, that, that big five miles, I do five miles a day, so when you get that big five mile run out of the way, it gives you a lot more patience to sit down and learn for an hour because you already did something huge that day. And, and learning, while it could be hard, or while Gemara can have critical thinking and it can make your brain heat up sometimes, for some reason, running is just, it's, it's really hard. But when you do the run and you do the workout and you're consistent with it, then the same thing, up, the same thing applies even even when i when i go to get my coffee every morning you know i started off drinking this big sugary uh bucket of coffee and it has like six pumps of sugar in it and now and slowly slowly i went down to five pumps then to four and to three and today i bought a coffee and it was only it was only with two and i'm drinking it and i'm like you know what it's still too sweet <laughs> so it's, it's not about my diet. It's just about the idea. It's about it's about transforming this idea into another version of our lives, which is could be to anything. If a guy is struggling with Brit, he chucks out a hundred girls a day. Let's say who who counts, right? No one's telling you to look down forever, but you know when when you go on the big streets, try to guard your eyes. Try not to look twice. Try to. Whatever you're doing, just just minimize, 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 minimize. If you catch yourself getting angry a lot, if you catch yourself being in bad moods a lot, try to find ways to, to minimize and, to, and to, to fix your midah. Slowly, slowly. If you have a difficult, relation with your, difficult relationship with your family, then just think about how it could be better. Put yourself in that mindset. How can I fix things with my, 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 let's say my parents or my wife or my friend or my friends or my group or my rabbi, whoever it is, just slowly, slowly. And by the way, this, this is something that I've done my entire life. And I could promise you it's not overnight results because that's not realistic. We're on, I'm talking to you about deep growth and about actually the, the inner work because that's what I want. I want results. This, this stuff takes time. But I promise you that if you... If you put that in your mind, three, six months, a year, things change completely. And if, if I'm, if I look at myself last year to, to today, it's it's a whole different person. There's not, there's nothing to compare. I grew a lot, and that's not, that's not trying to like flex. That's just straight up, you know. Because every day I put in my mind a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more resistance, a little bit more resistance. And before you know it, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. 
because at the end of the day, I'm 23 years old. You know, you listening to this, you could be 16, you could be 18, you could be 25, you could even be 40. But we're all here to grow and we're all here to work on ourselves. And I think for me this past year, I think I matured seven or eight years in one year. And that's because of one simple thing. And that's not because I'm better than any of you. I think any of you listening to this, you can mature realistically also 10, 15 years in one year. More than me. Because one thing that I did, and I'll share it with you, is that I put in my mind every day, where can I be better today? Where can I be better today? Because I used to watch tons of movies. I used to love TV shows. I used to love Netflix, all that stuff. And that's just one example. Like, I, believe me, I'm, I'm big in entertainment. And the same way you see how I make content every day and how I, I'm very like consistent with all the stuff that I put out with, with the clips and the podcast and, and, and the, all, all, everything that I do in my life, I do it 100%. So think, <laughs> before this, I used to be 100% on the TV shows. I could name you every show. I could name you every actor, etc. The NBA, I used to be a huge NBA fan. I could name you every player from, from the beginning of, from like night, from the, from the 70s until today and I could tell you who won the championship every single year. I was I knew I know I until today I know this information but obviously I'm not hazarding it anymore. And I'm telling you, I slowly slowly cut it down. I didn't tell myself oh today I'm going to become a uh, you know balchuva overnight. That's not healthy. But what I did do is tell myself, okay, I'm going to slowly slowly stop. And and I did. And I'm proud to say today I haven't watched a TV series or even a movie I don't even have an interest in going to the movie theater. Like people have been messaging me saying you should make a video about the Barbie film, etc. Like who even wants to dedicate time to the filth of Hollywood? Who cares about what they're doing? You know, but I'm proud to say that I haven't seen a TV show or a movie in I can't even remember years, honestly, years. And the same thing with the NBA, you know, even when the NBA, like I know the Nuggets won the championship, but like I wasn't even following it like I used to. You know, when I was 16, I used to watch the full games. And then 17, slowly, slowly cutting down. 18, 19. And then I used to watch the daily highlights. And then I used to watch a highlight here and then. And then I got to the point where I just wasn't interested anymore. Because I was pulling myself towards Torah. And I was less interested in what the world was, was, was going on with. And something funny is that if I can look back and if I could look at where I am now or where the world is now rather there's more tv shows being pumped out there's more stuff to waste your time with more than ever and it's and and in my mindset it's so important more than ever to learn torah because i can tell you i can testify right you see my content baruch hashem hashem has blessed me and he's helped me meet so many people and do so many in- inspiring interviews and content that's really helping a lot of people's lives and there's only so much more to come but it all started with an imagination and with the simple reality that I accepted responsibility for this. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to give you first-hand experience of what I've met. If you want to know what it's like in the uh, quote-unquote, I don't believe this is true, but you know, the quote-unquote upper world and celebrities, I'll tell you one thing. I've met everybody, every Jewish singer, celebrity, popular rabbi, even I even met Goim celebrities, etc. I've seen it all. What can I tell you from meeting them? That even more so, nothing. The, the most important thing, and I, I've also met rich people. I've met millionaires. I've met one billionaire. I've, I've met 
I've seen it all, 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 all. And on the flip side, while seeing the, the, the world of the Tuma, I've also seen the world of the Kedusha. And comparing the two and contrasting, of course, what can I tell you? Nothing is more important, and I'm speaking to myself, nothing is more important for a person to do. Let's say a, a guy, speak for a guy or for a girl. Nothing, nothing is more important for a person to do with their time, specifically a man, than to sit down and to learn Gemara. Do the daf. That's the most important thing you can do. Because like Shlomo HaMelech says seven times, this world is Hevel Havalim, Hevel Havalim, Hevel Havalim. This world is Hevel Havalim. It's, it's, it's not real. Everything to it is not real. And I saw that when my grandfather passed, I think it was last week or a week and a half ago, he couldn't even bring a pair of socks to the grave. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You, you, when, you, when you leave this world... They bury you in a talit and that's it. The soul departs from the body and then the, and the soul goes to Alam Abba, Bezrat Hashem, for all of us. Because it's not about this world. The body's temporary. And Bezrat Hashem, we hope that, you know, our loved ones that pass, they'll come, they'll come back with Mashiach and the resurrection of the dead. That's a promise, right? But, but it shows you, that if, if the body stops to live and the soul continues living, it shows you that the soul is the thing that's really alive because you can put a soul into anything and it'll, it, it'll, it'll invigorate it with life. The body can't live without a soul. An animal can't live without a soul. A tree can't live with... Everything in this world has a soul to a certain extent. And the most important thing you have to take care of is your soul. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling down, if you're not feeling so good, it's not the body, it's the soul. You have to take care of the soul. The soul is the source. The body too, to a certain extent, you have to exercise, you have to watch what you eat, you know, because you, you, can, you can cause your body physical pain and you can give yourself brain fog. But the soul is the source of all the problems because if, if a person has an eating disorder, that's not a problem with his body or his mind, that's a problem with his soul because his soul doesn't know how to control itself. That's why it says, Someone who guards his mouth and his tongue from, from he guards it, he saves, him, he saves his, himself from, from problems, from problems that can happen to his body. So why did it say, Because someone that doesn't overeat and eats the right things and also doesn't speak Lashon Hara, he saves himself from all problems. And, and, and you can see a guy that's not guarding his Brit, right? That's because he didn't guard his eyes. Well, the Chafetz Chaim says it's even deeper than that. Someone who speaks Lashon Hara end up, won't end up guarding his eyes and then, he, then he'll end up spilling, etc. That's what happened. That's how it works. It, it goes from one to the next to the next. So this, the, the key to life, literally, if, if you want to advance yourself, go, watch your mouth. Don't speak bad and watch what you eat. Take care of yourself. Exercise. Learn Torah every day and you'll be fine. Learn. I'm not telling you to start learning three hours a day. I'm telling you to learn five minutes, ten minutes here or there. Make a decision to come closer to Hashem. Make a decision to, to, fill, your, to fill your soul with, with joy, with happiness, with freedom. Because sometimes, most oftentimes, a person's mind can be filled with so many ideas of how am I going to make a living? What do I do in my future? Where is my soul going to come from? You start to to fill your mind with these imaginations and hallucinations of how, if, who, when. You're not in control of any of that. You're not. And when you finish learning Torah, you're going to feel free. 
You're going to feel free of all the burdens and worries of this world. You're going to know clear cut that Hashem is running my life. Hashem is going to send me my soulmate. I don't care how it's going to come. Hashem is going to send me my, my living and my income. I don't care how it's going to come. It says in the Gemara, Oi to a person that doesn't get married because of Parnassah. Oi to a person that keeps himself single because of wealth. Because of, because of not having a, a good income. Oi to a person. Oi. What are, you, what are you scared of? Well, Hashem's going to make you responsible for... Hashem's going to give you a wife. Then you're responsible for her now. He's not going to give you the money to, to, to support her. And then, Bezat Hashem, you have a kid. He's not going to... Now you're responsible for two people and the third, including yourself. He's not going to give you the money for that too. You have a second kid. You have five kids. Hashem's not going to give you the money to support them. My, my rabbis in yeshiva, they used to live paycheck to paycheck and they used to live off of miracles. And if you ask them, they're never worried. Every week their money came, their Shabbat table was full, their kids have clothing, the, the, the rent is paid. Somehow, miracles. How? 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 Because they know that Hashem is running the world. They put their emunan, their bitachon, and their father Hashem in Shamaim, and Hashem takes care of people. Hashem really does take care of people. Whether you want to neglect that reality or, or submit and accept to that reality, the reality is, is that Hashem is going to take care of you. And what is reality? Reality is an expression of God's will. So if you're alive and you've been taken care of till today, that is reality. And that's showing you that Hashem has been taking care of you. It's not your job to worry about tomorrow. You have to look at what's in front of you right now. And what, what every single person needs to do right now looking in front of them is to do their best to come closer to Hashem and to grow. Become the best at everything that you do. So if you're a guy learning in Bet Midrash or learning in Kolel, you are one of the, first of all, recognize that you're one of the luckiest people on the planet because you don't need to work. You're able to sit down and to learn Torah. So you better grasp and maximize every single second of your time in the Bet Midrash and learn as much as you can because you don't know how lucky you are because you're doing the best thing a person could be doing. So don't give me the excuse that you want to sit in your room or open up social media or watch god forbid inappropriate things and stay depressed no you get up and you go to that bed midrash and you learn as much as you can because you're giving you're giving life to cloud israel you're creating malachim that are going to do good for the world and then most of most importantly of all you're giving yourself a striking chance at greatness maybe becoming a rabbi maybe 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 making the people in your family religious whatever it is you're you're in a really good position right now and to the people that are working same thing goes for you. You you maximize every second at your job. You don't sit down. You don't open up your phone. You always look for something to do. Because whether you may be working in a family business or not a family business, every single CEO knows what it's like to be a janitor. You don't say, oh, I'm not going to sweep the floor. No, you get up and you sweep that damn floor. Because every single CEO knows what it's like to be a manager, to clean the toilets, etc. You always start at the bottom. That's the, that's, that's the reality of life. You never get to the top in two seconds. It takes time. It takes years. It takes maturity. So wherever you are, if you're working in a restaurant, if you're working in a, in a coffee shop, if you're working in a 7-Eleven, or whether you're a lawyer or you're working on Wall Street, you're trading stocks, whatever you're doing, be the best at what you do because you can be. Don't, don't live in this world just to stam exist. No. Whatever industry you're in, be the best at it. Know everything, A to Z. Make sure that nothing goes under your nose. You're aware of everything that's going on. And that's for people that are working. 
when you come home from work or when you come home from Bet Midrash and you're married, be the best darn husband or wife that you can be. Live your marriage with with a a, a constant a constant um what's it called? A constant connotation in your mind of I give everything and I expect nothing. Be the come home, you don't see dinner, make dinner. Just think, maybe my wife had a long day. You don't. You, you see that the, the house is a mess. Don't expect for her to clean it. You get up and you clean it. You do everything that you can do to make your wife's or husband's life easier. You 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 constantly put an effort into the relationship. Effort, 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 effort. Because the reality is, is that when you give, you're bound to receive. But when you expect, you're selfish because you're expecting people to serve you like you're some king. That's not. That's not what marriage is about. Marriage is about the guy putting his head down and trying to make that woman the happiest girl on the planet every single day, day in and day out. And that's and that's life. You have to put in your best to every single area in your life. It's not about being the best, it's about trying your best. And if, if trying your best right now is doing it all, then go for it. If trying your best right now is thinking about it and slowly, slowly doing it, then go for it. And the same thing goes for the women. The, the most important things for women is I'm not going to get into the how, who, what, when, where. I'm not a girl. I don't know what it's like. But you can consult with your local rabbitson or with a religious friend or etc. Come, come closer to Hashem and, and try to be more modest because that's how you connect. Because being a woman is not about flaunting. It's about conserving and keeping it inward because you know your true value and your true worth. This is what it's about. Now, in the month of Elul, coming back to Hashem, slowly, slowly, slowly. And what's my proof to everything that I'm saying? It's like Rabbi Akiva with the, with the water and the rock. Rabbi Akiva came and he saw a rock with a hole in it. And he looked up and he saw water, saw water dripping, drip, uh, drop by drop by drop by drop. And after a thousand years or whatever, whatever it was, if water, the... The, the softest, the smoothest type of thing in the world can penetrate a rock, which is the most hard surface, then that shows you that with, with patience, with love, with care, with consistency, you can, you, can, you can infiltrate and you can break into the most stubborn people on the planet. And if that person is yourself, then so be it. But slowly, slowly, consistently trying to grow every single day because Hashem doesn't want to see perfect results and perfect children. He wants to see children that are doing their best. So children that are coming to Hashem, being honest with Him, speaking the truth with Him, having a relationship with Him, going to Minyanim, learning Torah, trying your best to come closer in your own way with your own situation and really giving you your all, that is what Hashem wants to see. That's going to make Hashem proud of you. And that's going to give you the best Elul the best Elul and Mizat Hashem the best Rosh Hashanah that you ever had yet and the best Yom Kippur and the best Aser Shemeshuva Amen thank you so much for listening to the podcast please rate it please share it to whoever needs to hear it thank you I love you all have a great day